Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Today's narrator struggle is from Fiona Hardingham. We absolutely love her. I'm addicted. She's amazing. So it's interesting because Fiona and I, we kind of have this uh, relationship. She don't even know it. She don't even know it. So I listened to her series, And I Darken, the oh yeah, con- the Conqueror series from Kira White. And I actually did not like the narration. I remember you talking about that. Yeah. Did we ever release that episode? We did. Okay. And it completely changed with me mm-hmm. when I listened to Midnight at the Electric. Yes. She blew my mind and I fell in love with her. That was the first thing I had heard from Fiona. And so I was like in love with it because I yes. didn't listen to Andy Darkin. Yeah. So I didn't have your experience. There was maybe. And, and I think that as the series went on, I just. I don't think I really liked the the story as much as I wanted to. I wanted so much more. And I just couldn't understand when she said yellow cherries. And I kept thinking about the, the red and yellow cherries that happen in the summer. Wait, there's yellow cherries? Supposedly in the book, it's like yellow cherries. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's a book that you had to follow along or at least to read, read the hardback uh-huh. or the print version of it. Uh-huh. But uh, I just... But when she did Midnight at the Electric, I was obsessed. Yes. And I have now listened to like 800 Fiona Hardingham books. And I love her. Yeah. So I'm She's glad. She's so good. Yes. I'm glad that I didn't judge her from the first book that I listened to because I kept going. And now I'm obsessed. I mean, you did judge her. I did judge. But you didn't let that judgment cloud your judgment. Future. Future. With Fiona. Yeah. Your future was still clear mm-hmm. with giving her. Many. Exactly. And now she's like one of my favorite narrators. And I'm just obsessed. And we see her all the time. Or we don't see her all the time. But like we hear from her. We do. Like a lot. I love her. And she reached out. She was like, this is a great little segment you got going on. I'm going to send something to you. And we're like, yes. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my God. You want to hear it? I do. Let's play it. Let's go. Hi, this is Fiona Hardingham sitting in her booth contemplating audio booth, audio narrator struggles, um, courtesy of the wonderfuls uh, of Audio Shelf. What a question. Struggles. I have been listening to all the previous um, episodes and can relate to every single one. So it was really fun to hear that um, my comrades are suffering like I am here. (laughs) So, one of my struggles would be something that I'm not sure every narrator comes across really depends on their heart. Also, <laughs> also, uh, what kind of genre they may read. Um, I voice a lot of uh, young adult, uh, which is a fantastic genre. Um, or actually a lot of books where the woman POV is um, starting at rock bottom and building herself up. Don't know what that says about my voice. I'm either fighting dragons or slaying with a sword or uh, suicidal. I've noticed a theme. Anyway, back to the struggle. The struggle is 
crying. I cry at movies a lot and TV shows, but it is one thing to sit in a cinema or on your sofa and watch a movie and the tears roll down your face and you put a pillow over yourself and, you know, you're swallowing and everything. No one's seeing this, you know, unfold. But when I'm at home in the studio on my own, in my world, building this, um, you know, environment in my imagination and really becoming the characters as best I can, you can't help but get consumed by the story so much so that when something amazing happens or there's that final kiss happens or someone dies or, you know, there's war going on, you can't help get so carried away that you cry a little. And at home, that's fine. There's a lot of stopping and you get that really uncomfortable feeling in your throat when you have to swallow the tears down so that you can sound semi-normal. I would definitely give points to anybody that tweets me and says, yo, pretty sure on page 257 of X title uh, that you were breaking down inside. Um, yeah, I don't know what the points consist of, but um, I'll think about it if anyone finds that moment. Uh, but thank God for editors, really. Um, yes, so that is one struggle I have, especially when I'm in a studio where I have a director that's not my home and, you know, you're trying to keep it together and you're trying to pretend that, um, you know, you're doing something else. Like, uh, excuse me, I just need to take a, um, I need to take a sip. Yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, ready to start. Something like that, you know, I just, because you can't obviously be that vulnerable in your workplace. Can you? I, <laughs> I love her so much. I love much. her. Oh my God. Her voice is just the most like soothing voice. Yes, it's so mesmerizing. Everything. Like I know to her, we have the accents, but like for us, she has such a like beautiful accent. She really and does. I love it. I want to be her friend like in real life. No. I'll cry. We'll cry with you, Fiona. We will. We we'll will. cry. <laughs> but such a relatable struggle. Yes. Again, like it's it's very true. Like when even when you're with friends and you don't want to you're like watching one of those sad movies or a sad TV show or you're listening to a really sad song that just like gets your emotions going. Oh, yeah. Like you don't want to sit there and cry. No, you need to be you need to be strong. Yeah. You need to like <laughs> show your strength. Nobody else is crying. Exactly. So like you can't cry. Mm -hmm. You have all these people like looking at you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so yes, this is very relatable. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that she's sitting here saying, yeah, I need to be edited sometimes because my emotions get the best of me. Yeah. And that is a perfect thing as a narrator to hear to say, oh, wow, other people have emotions just yeah. like I do. That's exciting. And it also says something about the writing. Uh huh. You are if you're reacting to the words that you're yeah. reading. That means something is working. Yes. And something is happening in the writing that you're that you're recording. Yeah. Also, it says something huge about the narrator that is so um, I mean, Fiona's an actress, so she has that ability to uh, feel a lot of emotions. Yeah. I mean, it's just something that she can she can do. Mm -hmm. um, it's a talent. And so the fact that she she has that ability to put that into a book. I mean, I remember Midnight at the Electric. It was just one of the reasons why 
we fell so hard for all three of those narrators was because they all showed their emotion. Mm -hmm. And so it, I know it's like such a tough struggle because I mean, you're sitting in a booth with a bunch of people watching you and you're like bawling your eyes out and snot dripping down your nose and you're sniffling. And I know when I cry, my nose gets instantly stuffed. Yes. It's a mess. When I cry, it's so weird. I get this from my mother. So <laughs> so when I cry, my mouth like gets like I try to fight the tear. Yeah. And so I try I'm like, no, no. Like it's just like No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just so it's and it's odd because I like look at people and I smile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, not, I'm not crying right now. I'm smiling. And it's it's hard. It it's is hard to hard. fake an emotion when your body is telling you, let it out. To let it out. And you really let it out. Like nobody cries nicely. No, I, I ugly cry. Like oh. I have snot everywhere. Yeah. My shirt becomes. Oh, yes. 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 Your yes. shirt is just like one Drenched. giant white. <laughs> when it dries like you have to immediately wash it because you could not wear that out exactly. again exactly <laughs> uh, and then you want to like blow your nose and yeah. in your, oh, it's too much it's, God, too, it's much. Way too much you start drooling i lose pounds when i cry oh mm-hmm. man if only it were that easy i, I know right <laughs> uh, so yeah i am loving this narrator struggle yes and it makes me think not even crying what about other emotions when you're at the point or at at the peak of the story and you just want to scream and get excited yeah and say oh my god this is happening yeah finally i've been reading up to this point yes like all these emotions probably come to you as you're reading the work you were the first person that is reading this this book out loud Mm -hmm. yeah that has to be powerful. I mean, that's really exciting. And I know, um, oh, I had something in my head and then I lost it. What was it? What? It was you talking about when you're, oh, you go into the red. Yes. Like if you're really excited, then if you're in a booth, then your editor's like, rest in peace, my headphones. Yeah. Because you just blew them. Mm-hmm. Or if you're recording on your own, and you go, you spike. That's something that you have to record over again. I'm pretty sure I spike a lot in our recordings. You do. But so do I when we laugh. Yeah, good. Good. Which is good because people relate to us. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> but a little hidden struggle that she just like kind of slipped in there was the taking a drink, like taking a break and taking a drink. Oh, yes. And just like the sound of it being like on the recording. <laughs> I don't know how, oh my gosh, when we were recording our, our books mm-hmm. and I would have to like take a drink from my water bottle. I stupidly had a water bottle that I would drink and leave open. Mm-hmm. And then as I was recording some bits, all of a sudden there'd be this loud pop, pop. from the plastic. Yes. And I'm like, oh, I just did that perfectly. See, when I was reading The Left Hanging, I drank a lot before I came down. Oh my God. So you had to pee. And then, so I had to pee a lot, but I made sure there was nothing near me to like make noise. Cause I was nervous. Yeah. Mm. Mm, that's smart. Yeah. I don't know if anything in my, in the reading 
in our book really gave me a, a powerful emotion to make me tear up or anything like that. But you got angry. But I got angry. Yeah. And when my character or the person I was reading for did something stupid, I was like, mm. and that you can tell that in my voice too, mm -hmm. yeah. which it, it's incredible that Fiona, like narrators like Fiona can hide, can mask those emotions, but make them appropriate yes for me i think that was one of my flaws in my narration was you could tell when i was angry and disliked a character right yeah and i really i think that's something i, I want to start making a personal goal for me when i listen to audiobooks is really hear how narrators think or feel about specific characters in yeah. the book I feel like that's not something that we really pay attention to. We don't, I mean, we have it in our talking points of like, okay, let's touch on the emotions that the narrator did, but we don't really listen to the voice that they are currently um, putting forth Yeah, and potentially like what emotions they had to bottle up or release beforehand mm -hmm. in order to get that perfect sounding cry. Exactly. I want to do some real big, deep, dig deep in. I can't even speak, but <laughs> <laughs> I want to dig real deep in the psychology of narrating. Yes. I Ooh. want to hear what they feel. I want to listen to more Fiona and hear when she cries. Oh my God. I want to, I want whatever points there she's going to give out. I want them. Yeah. Like, um, okay. Page two something. Yes. 240. Mm. We'll go get it. We'll go get it. Mm -hmm. And we'll bring it to you. Yes. So, yeah, <laughs> this was a very relatable one because it's something that all great voiceover artists and narrators and actors mm -hmm. and actresses have to deal with. It's yeah. just making your emotions manageable. I mean, that's how a, do you do that? That is one thing in therapy. Yeah. When I am sitting across from a client and they're telling this sad story. I got to be there all stoic like. Mm, you do? How does that feel? You can't even like let a tear fall? I don't know. I mean, sometimes, I mean, some clients like that idea of causing a reaction with you. Yeah. But again, it takes you out of that. It takes you out of the moment. Like as a therapist, right. you're supposed to be there for them. Uh -huh. And it's not about you. And so I try to be very stoic when people tell me things. Now, for instance, I have, I have a colleague who her client told her a very sad story and she started crying and she was experiencing some counter transference with her own something happening in her life. But the client was like, why are you crying? It didn't happen to you. And the, my colleague was like, you're right. I don't know why I'm crying because it didn't happen to me and I can't imagine how you're feeling. And so that's how she kind of saved herself mm -hmm. there. Yeah. But very much like Fiona said, it's, you have to, do, you're doing a job that is a professional and a job that you have to make sure you're covering your emotions appropriately. Yeah. I can imagine like photography too. If you're seeing a cute little couple or a wedding, oh my oh, gosh. Father-daughter dances get me every time. Exactly. You have, But you have to be ready to get those shots. You can't yeah. really be thinking about stuff for yourself because then it's going to take you out of the moment. Yeah. So you have the same exact feeling and I think that's why it's so relatable. I'm like cheering up right now thinking about some of those. It makes me, it makes me so sad. Exactly. But good job, Fiona. Because I know, good job. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to get snotty up in here. <laughs> uh, we're, 
you're gonna yeah. shove it and shove it and snot it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, snot all over it. Mm. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. So thank you so much for sending in this narrator struggle, Fiona. Yes, thank you so much. You are a deep, deep friend of our audio shelf. Yeah. And we love you for it. Mm-hmm. We cherish you. We respect you. Be our best friend. Please don't be the number 27th <laughs> restraining order on the list. <laughs> she's, she's also one of our few verified followers. Oh, she verified? She verified. Girl, how you get that? How you get that, Fiona? How did you get that? Can you get us verified? Dang. I want to be verified. We got denied. <laughs> Twitter's lame. Twitter. Twitter. Oh, man. So if you want to stay up to date with these narrator struggle episodes, mm-hmm. please check out our bookstagram at audioshelf underscore podcast. Check out our Twitter at audioshelf me and follow us on Facebook at audioshelf. And if you want two free books, you can visit our website, which is audioshelf.me and click on the Audible affiliate link at the bottom of the page where you can sign up for a 30 day free trial of Audible. You can get two Fiona books, which they're uh, Midnight at the Electric is one of our highest recommendations. Literally five out of five out of five out of five. But we have so many more Fiona Hardingham books to listen to that. I mean, we may have to create another account and get a 30-day free trial. Yes, yes, queen, yes, queen. <laughs> anyway, you can cancel after the, you get the two free books. Like, you you don't even have to commit. Mm-hmm. No commitment necessary. We don't do things that we have to commit to. Exactly. Except marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to support our show, we want a, we have a goal of 10 patrons in order to start producing YouTube videos, getting the equipment for the YouTube series. And doing all of that fun stuff, if you would like to contribute and help us reach our goals, we would love, love, love to have you donate a dollar monthly to us. That's that's all we ask. You get um, the episodes exclusively before they go live on our website and you um, get a little shout out on our episode. So you get some merch, you get merch if Mm. you sign up for that tier. Yes. Um, there's a lot of good that can come out of it. There's a producer credit if you sign up for that tier. Yeah. So it's a lot of good stuff. It's a lot of good stuff. And we uh, wouldn't be able to do this without you anyway. So exactly. So help each other. Mm. And speaking of more narrator struggles, we have a struggle with participation. Oh, my God. So please, if you would like to be a part of our show, don't hesitate to reach out. And if you say, I have a narrator struggle I want to talk about, we accept all submissions. Yes, we welcome all. Yes. So please send them in and be on the show. This is a segment that is taking off. Yeah. Our numbers go up so so high every week Mm -hmm. because when we do a narrator struggle episode. Yeah. People are loving them. People are retweeting. People are commenting. So if you want to be a part of the magic, submit. Yeah. And, you know, that can be a good way for people to hear you and to have a new fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody may not know about you. Someone may hear about Fiona in, in this episode and be like, I want to check her out. Yeah. And then she has new people buying her Audible books. and. So we doing a service. We are. We'll give you a blue ribbon for participation, too, if you need it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't want to, but, mm. you know, whatever. So thank you, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. 
This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening.